turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe, and I'm excited about having this guy on. We've tried for ages. He's a hard man to get a hold of, but we got a hold of him. For ages, Dan. I mean, since ages. I since I was three years old, we've been yeah. trying to get okay. Pastor James on the show. No, no, really. Pastor, how are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, this is all Kay Dodd's fault. <laughs> Blame her. <laughs> Abs- absolutely. You know, she speaks very, very highly of not only uh, you, but your team and the entire church. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I-, I don't know how long she's been going there, but uh, she's talked to Dan and I, and she says that just God has done amazing things through you guys and we and and you guys to the community we really appreciate all that all that you do the church is uh uh cross point city church there in in cartersville let's kick it off uh everybody healthy in your household and and on your team and in the church uh in my household yes um so i got a wife and two little girls and we've been keeping everybody close to home and so everybody's well there um on the church front uh, you know, we've had over the past couple of months um, a handful of people who've gotten sick and dealt with COVID. And so uh, Bartow County was hit hard, especially in the beginning of all this. And, um, you know, the unfortunate story for us, uh, one of the guys in our church, actually our student minister's dad, passed away. Oh, my gracious. March from co- so this has been really personal for us. Yeah. Um, and uh, so fortunately, since then, it's been pretty tame. But. It's it's been a tough season for a lot of folks here where we are. Now through the the pandemic, uh, everybody had to stream. Uh, yeah. uh, how did you navigate uh, with your uh, with your with your with your church there? How did you navigate through the challenges, the fear, the the panic, and also the streaming? How did they adjust to that, and how'd you do that? Yeah, uh, great question. Well, we figured it out really quickly. Um, <laughs> I, I was on a call not long ago with a mentor who made the statement that crisis accelerates innovation. Mm. And that was very true for us. You know, we, uh, it's, it's kind of silly. We're a multi-site church. And so we're broadcasting to another location. Uh, yet we had not taken the step to do online streaming yet. We had talked about it, but we hadn't pulled the trigger. Well, we figured that out in two days and so, <laughs> <laughs> back, back in March when churches were deciding we need to shut down for at least a couple of weeks we made that same decision. And so our team from Friday to Sunday figured it out and got everything up and running. And um, they've just done such a a killer job. Um, You know, I think for the most part, our church has responded really well. We've seen a lot of engagement uh, online with people who were already connected to Crosspoint. But one of the coolest things, we've just seen God expand our reach in extraordinary ways through all this. And so, man, we've gotten texts from people in other cities on a weekly basis who are putting their faith in Christ. Um, Just heard a story this past week from a gal in our church about a friend she went to high school with who lives in Conyers, who basically grew up in the church, got burned, walked away, 
and has come back to Christ as a result of watching the online stream from Crosspoint. Wow. So we're, we're just celebrating what God is doing. Um, I love that God never lets uh, seasons like this go to waste, but he always redeems them in some way. And we have seen that to be very, very true. That is amazing. We're talking to James Griffin, the senior pastor of Crosspoint City Church in Cartersville, and we have lots of uh, mutual friends. I said I would give a shout out to one of them, uh, my buddy Zach Philiber, uh, yeah. who who works with the your worship team, yep. and uh, he and his wife Tori go to church with you guys. All, obviously, Kay Dodd, who <laughs> who made this all happen. Kay, we we love her. Uh, we're still praying for you guys about the decision to let her in the church. But, you know. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Hey, we're uh, we're a graceful church, man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a good thing. And you yeah. learn from some of the best. Uh, a guy we talked to a couple of weeks ago, Brian Bloy. You, yeah. uh, you kind of uh, grew up under him in, in doing youth at uh, Westridge. Talk about that and what you've learned from Westridge yeah. your time there. Well, Brian's still my pastor. I love Brian. Um, I want to be like Brian when I grow up. Uh, truthfully, <laughs> he's one of the godliest, most humble men I've ever been around. Um, and and in all seriousness, like I have watched Brian's humility grow as God mm-hmm. has grown his success and influence. And that's always been super attractive to me. He's not a self-promoter in any way. And I love that about him. But um, yeah, he's been a huge influence in my life um, for years now, has invested in me and continues to invest in me. So uh, I served as the high school pastor at Westridge when his kids were in student ministry. So, you know, no pressure there. <laughs> but he was always so gracious and so kind and just kept giving me opportunities at Westridge before he probably should have uh, yeah. invited me to be a part of the teaching team when I was still trying to figure out how to actually preach, you know, um, invited me to be a part of the leadership team at Westridge as a young 20 something guy. And so I was exposed to conversations that a lot of guys never get exposed to throughout their time in ministry. And uh, his investment in me has helped me become the leader I am today. And, uh, you know, our, our, our church was actually a plant out of Westridge. Right. And so um, there's a lot of Westridge still on us in ways, if you will. And I love how you have turned and and poured into others, uh, specifically somebody a, a good friend of ours, Bradley Hamilton, yeah, who, yeah. Uh, who also grew up in your uh, student uh, youth group and and just learned. Uh, he told me that he learned so much from you. So yeah, yeah. thanks for not only keeping everything that you learned from Brian, but also pouring into others. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's one of the things I love most about ministry is. Uh, giving my time and energy and effort to other guys who feel that God is calling them into what I've been called into. And so, you know, I think about guys like Bradley, I think about guys like Greg Sizemore, mm-hmm. uh, just these guys that I've watched. And it's amazing to see how God is using them today and praise God for that, man. Yeah. Amazing. Love it. Pastor James Griffin, lead pastor, Cross Point uh, City Church. I noticed that uh, you're in something called New Thing. I love that. In the South, would be New Thang, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> it uh, should be. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a church planning network, that's that's in your soul. That's in your heart. Uh, yeah. How's that going to change now, you think, because of what we're experiencing? Uh, uh, you know, once this is all blown over. Yeah. Uh, do you think it'll change much? Uh, and how will you instill that into the new planters? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I haven't really considered a ton of how it might change for autonomous church planting. Um, honestly, I, I think if anything, what it will do is challenge 
uh, guys who are planning their own churches to really start with a strong digital strategy mm-hmm. from day one. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're having to play catch up now, uh, which is, is fine, but I wish we would have figured out a lot of things beforehand. And so I think it'll change the way that they think about their online presence going into it. Uh, but I definitely think it's going to change the way that we approach planting other cross point city churches. Mm-hmm. So we've already started a conversation about um, adding a new layer to our church planting strategy and and focusing on micro sites, uh, getting groups of people in different cities who are already watching our feed to start gathering together to build upon that. And then once we've built upon it enough, actually start a campus and send leaders and, you know, uh, find a leader to pastor that. So I, I think it's going to change the way that we plant other cross point city campuses in the future. So we've already got our eyes on a couple cities where we're seeing a lot of engagement happen right now in this season. And, uh, I, I think I, I pray that, uh, we can just go jump in where God's already working and, and see him do some significant stuff. So that's so good. That's good. Yeah. James, let's talk about some of the things that you guys are doing currently. I was just uh, seeing on your Facebook page, you got First Thursday coming up next week. Tell us about that, what that is, and how folks who are watching can get involved in that. Yeah. Uh, Well, First Thursday, we started this several years ago. Um, It's a once a month prayer and worship gathering. So God, I I won't bore you with details, but God several years ago just got a hold of my heart and really burdened me with the need to help our church become a praying church. And so First Thursday for us is really the way that we express our need for the Lord, our weakness, our dependency upon Him. And uh, we spend some time just pressing in, seeking His face, and and we ask Him to do things that only He can do. And so uh, First Thursday next week, God has has really put something on my heart to share. Uh, I'm going to talk about how to maintain faith in the midst of frustration. No, it's good. And and. I feel like this is a really timely word because people are frustrated right now with so many things. Yes. And and I'm sure you guys have seen it like we have. uh, The longer things stay locked down and the longer life is is interrupted, the more frustrated people are getting. Yes. So I just, I don't know. I was listening to a guy preach on John 11 recently, the story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. and, And what Martha said really struck me. Jesus, if you'd have been here, faith. This wouldn't have happened. Frustration. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all had those moments where it's like, God, you could do something about this. And so why don't you just show up and do it? And uh, I just love to see in that text how much our Lord cares about the things that frustrate us. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so that's what we're going to do. And we're going to pray out of that and um, just ask for the Lord's help. So, yeah, if you're watching and want to join in, we'll be streaming that live. And so you can find that feed on our website. Uh, on the website or on Facebook? Is, do you or, do on Facebook too? We're on Facebook, yeah. Okay, all right, awesome. Pastor, we got to take a break. We would love uh, to have you on again. Uh, you're an amazing man with a, a great team, a great church, just touching so many lives. And uh, yeah, even Ka, uh, Kay Dodd. Now, she mentioned Dan. <laughs> Dan, this is to you and I. She put a little uh, comment here. This used to be a grace-filled show. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. We love you, Kay. Yeah, we love you. Yeah. Thanks, Pastor. We got to go to a break. Kay, we'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Thanks, guys. Good. Yeah. Th- 